0: Episode of what we doing is your man's HT Sims.
1: It's Mr. Mix.
0: Red is out with the illness. Get well, brother. What's going on, oh, Mix? <laughs> I was at at it. It. So, so we're going to get right into, into it. it. Uh, uh, this, this past, past Thursday,
1: Thursday was Veterans Day. day. Um, um, and if you don't know, and if you ain't been listening, uh, I served proudly in the United States Air Force from 2000 to 2009 and did a year in the reserves from 2009 to 2010 so i am a veteran uh my sister is a veteran uncle's a veteran i know i got a bunch of veteran friends and whatnot so happy happy veterans day to all those people that have served this country our brothers and sisters in arms so with that being said what we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about black vets and our experience right so to the left of me I got my man my brother my homie my 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 best friend um Jamal we actually served together in Kadena at my first base J- Kadena Air Base Japan so we go back two decades at least so um <laughs> he's more he, he's definitely a friend of the show so we just going to have a, a a real conversation about about black vets the experience the experience of the military so so you know because there's a lot of misconceptions out there like, people think, you know, the brainwashing and shit, they, the first thing mm-hmm. they say, y'all, oh, y'all brainwashed or... It's not for um,
0: Mind Control. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, shit like that. And then also, um, people don't realize, like, we have a lot of, like, rappers, actors, and and, and famous folks that was veterans as well. Like, it, it definitely shaped my life. If for nothing else, the people that I met and, and the places that I was able to travel and kind of go to. So first, we'll kind of kick it off to kind of give you an introspective... To like what it is, so I kind of come to you on this, Jamal. Like, what made you? Hold on, hold on, Mix. So what's up, what's
0: up? Let me let me give y'all one, man. You jump right into it, man. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. Thank, thank y'all for y'all you,
0: service. I uh,
1: appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um, so I'm I'm kick it to you, Jamal. Like, uh, cause of course we from different different places, same you know same struggle. Um, from Houston, you know Houston native. So, what made you join uh, the military? And, like, what was your motivations for joining when you did?
0: I mean, honestly, I joined at 19. So, I tried college first. Failed horribly. Okay, okay, <laughs> uh, okay. That's an and, interesting concept I'm, I'm going to tap into. Yeah, uh, for
2: sure.
0: Yeah, I pretty much majored at lunch. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I got I went back home after felling out of college to try community college and figuring that if I stay at home, you know, mm-hmm. kind of still under my mama a little bit, maybe she'll give me the kick I need. That didn't work either. But uh, so and my pops is a veteran, the Air okay. Force veteran. Okay. okay. So he was like, you're going to school, you're going to work, or you're going to the military. You don't want to go to work, so you're going to the military. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, pretty easy. Like that, huh? Yeah. yeah all right. So, uh, but throughout the whole process, I kind of took some time to myself really like why are you doing this okay and the only thing that i could come up with was just a total lack of motivation and discipline
2: mm that
0: was my that was it like mm. i felt like you know i felt like somebody owed me something or something was going to be given to me or yeah. or it was uh, just going it was going to come your yeah, way it was out just of nowhere come. yeah like you know i was just going to walk onto the football team at school then i ain't got to go to class no more right right <laughs> <laughs> <All> right right <laughs> Or, you know, I was going to go the street route or do something like that. But, you You know. You don't have to go to school no more after that either. Yeah. You're going to go to school, but not the one you wanted to go to. Yeah, college is a different thing. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, then I went in in February of 2001. And by July, I was in Japan. Mm. And the crazy thing about it, and I didn't even realize it until it was like looking back on it. We went in in February of 2001 in September
1: of 2001. That's I'm about to ask. That happens. <laughs> the 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 most Well, first we put a pin in that cuz we got to get back to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> cuz that that day and that experience that was, that's a story within itself. Oh my God. So I joined uh same thing was trying to um go go the college route and I was going um I had, a, I had a partial scholarship to uh University of Missouri and I was going to walk on with the with the football team, cause mm-hmm. I had partial scholarship, so I was what was called a priority walk on. Okay. So I went up there, Um didn't work out, got hurt. Same thing. It it was especially being from here. Mm-hmm. Not really a knucklehead, not really on no no bullshit, but bullshit is easy to find. Here. Oh yeah, like it's yeah, just yeah. easy to find Stay, here. It's a, rock, long enough, it's, find you. It's, it's a rock enough, it'll find you. It's a anywhere, rock. It's a rock skip And yep. a mm-hmm. throw away. Especially when you, like, 18, 19 or whatever. So, was not really doing the shit that I needed to do was was around some, you know, my people. Mm-hmm. And my people was doing what they needed to do to survive, so to speak. We'll just leave it at that. Um, I always thought that school was the route. You know what I'm saying? And I actually had, my recruiter was an AAU, uh, was an AAU referee. Okay. So, he knew me from basketball. So he was telling me, um, and I was telling him I played football. So partially he lied. So partially he was like, oh, well, you can play football in the Air Force. Really? Yeah, yeah, you can play football in the Air Force, man. You just got to go overseas to do it, and then you could get on. You, you ever heard of NFL Europe? I was like, yeah, I heard of NFL Europe. Like yeah, you can do
3: that, like man, gotta,
1: man. And do you want to f- walk across the water, get over there too, man? You can do he that. He just saw, he be me a bill well, of goods yeah, at, a, at, yeah. a, at a dream, but that's partly what recruiters do, and we'll get mm. into that too. So, um, so so sold me a bill of goods. I got down to um, I, I went in basic training in December thirteenth of two thousand, and I was in Japan in Feb- in February. Okay. So because I was yeah. in Texas, I was well, called a holdover. Mm. So. Um, and we'll kind of talk about what, like, basic training and whatnot, but we want to get back to this seven, uh, this this September 11th story because it's crazy. <laughs> so um, you, you what's called a holdover. So if you don't have a guaranteed job or your job is not ready, they just keep you there. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. so okay. you got to wait till your job is ready to be able to go to a base or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was what was called a holdover. So all holdovers do is just wait to go and you just do manual labor. Like I was painting builders. Oh, and fucking shit. cleaning floors and all types of bullshit. Like every day I would just wake up and I was a janitor. That, that's basically what you were like. Cause well, first and foremost, your first, like your first four years in any branch, I don't give a fuck what branch it is. You clean it. I
0: heard that. Okay. Like you,
1: that's what you do. You fucking okay. clean. All like right. you, you do the shit jobs that nobody else wants to fucking do. Your young ass going to do. Mm-hmm. So that's why I ended up joining. And, uh, we ended up at Japan. We ended up at, at Japan together. So fast forward, September 11 happens. Mm. <laughs> so September 11 happens. We we in two different dorms. Mm-hmm. So the way that it, it was set up is that it's, it's, it's like college. So like every job had its own little dorm system or whatever. Mm. So supply and, and and maintenance and all these folks had different dorms. So, we having what's called a typhoon party. So, what a typhoon party is, is, is when it's like a hurricane over there, but they call it a typhoon. Okay. So, we lock ourselves in the fucking, in our dorms. We get a bunch of fucking liquor. We put it in the day rooms. Okay. And we just drinking. Letting it and fucking kicking it. So, we was in like, my, my dorm was a little fucking wild. Okay. So, we had a slip and slide on, 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 on. On the third floor. Oh, right now. And we would put vodka on the slip and slide and be slipping oh, slide. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my dorm was one of the kick it dorms. So, like, all the doors was open in the mm. dorm. Mm-hmm. So we on the top floor and the typhoon party is going on. So we all inside. Everybody fucked up. Okay. Somebody. So I'm in the room with my girl at the time because my door is open. So I'm in the room with my girl at the time. She. Somebody come in drunk as fuck And he like Dude It's this dope ass movie On every channel The fuck are you talking about bruh Bruh It's some planes That ran into the motherfucker Like it's this dope ass movie That's on every fucking channel Damn And we like What the fuck are you talking about bruh So We turn it on And My girl is from New York My girl at the time She's from New York Okay She flips the fuck out She's like What Like this ain't real Is it so then somebody come in the hallway, and again, mind you, we're all drunk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we all, like we all fucked up. Sorry, we we was underage. We was we, yeah. all fucked. <laughs> we was all fucked up. Statue of limitations,
0: my brother. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> so none of us are thinking straight. Right. Right. And we all nineteen and twenty and twenty one mm-hmm. year olds in a fucking dorm situation, and motherfuckers is coming in, and they like, yo, this shit ain't a this shit ain't a fucking movie. Like we got attacked. An Hour later. They come through our fucking dorms and they and they're literally throwing bags. So you got what's called mobility bags. Mm-hmm. So you got your A, B, and C bag. C bag is your chemical bag. I forgot what the A and the B bag is. But it's basically just a readiness bag. Levels mm-hmm. Yeah. Readiness. So you just get readiness bags. So they throwing the bags at us, like pack. Like if you on mobility status, fucking pack. Fucking pack. You pack. You mm-hmm. pack. They throwing motherfucking shit.
0: And y'all in Japan at this time. We in Japan okay, at this okay, time. Okay, okay, so in they the just middle
1: of a typhoon. In the middle of, the middle of a typhoon? fucking typhoon. Okay. And they What's come up? in that motherfucker yeah. and they just throwing and they the just, just throwing us bags. they 120 miles an hour outside. Yeah. Y'all they know they like, y'all pack. not
0: going nowhere today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> might as well get fucked up. Okay.
1: We, that's what we think. <laughs> but now this right. we got attacked so we literally like all the shit that we trained for we're actually at war now. So process that in your nineteen twenty year old mind that yeah, all that shit that they they put you through because you, every branch goes through, which they 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 make fun of the Air Force for being the, the, the softer of the branches, mm-hmm. but every branch goes through combat training. Mm-hmm. Period, because we are combat arms. Like you you get a gun because they expect you to know how to use it and shoot that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So we go through. We went. We go through eight weeks of training. I think the Marine Corps is thirteen or fourteen, 14. weeks. And I think the army is 12 yeah, It's 12 And the navy's 9 Yeah So okay. We all go through combat training mm-hmm. And we all You know We have to shoot We have to qualify We have to go through this shit Called warrior week To where we just out in the field And we play, we basically playing war Okay So you're going through all this shit And We thinking I'm thinking I'm in the air force I ain't never gonna use this shit A day in my mother. Uh, yeah, life Yeah okay Until September 11 happens I definitely All to, of that shit changes Because We ended up like September 11 happens, and then fast forward 2003, 2004, Iraq happens. Mm-hmm. So we fighting two wars on on two fronts. At the same time. At the same time. So now they have to get Air Force motherfuckers to bag up the army because the army spread there So mm-hmm. they're like, you motherfuckers got to deploy with the army. You like, well, I didn't sign up. I- yeah. Nigga, I worked the Child Hall. Right, like, I don't right, know. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, I, don't, I ain't right. signed up for this shit. Like, I'm just because they they used to tell us we the smart branch. Yeah. Like, if you got in the air force, oh, you're smart, so you just need to know your job. Man, all that shit went out the window when September 11 happened and yeah. they attacked Everybody us. Everybody was the same. Everybody yeah. was the same. Everybody got to know how to use a gun, the whole nine. So that was like uh, my story of like when everything like shifted and changed to where like you can't you a fucking. You're, you're in the military. You're in so, the military. You going to kill some shit. Let me right, ask y'all this, man. Yeah.
0: So, you're making your decision to go into the military, mm-hmm. and we all about the same age. So, the one be, the, the, what your perception of war? Not, I mean, not you know your history, but the last one before all this, 9 uh, eleven stuff was the Gulf War. Yeah, Desert yeah. You know Storm. Desert yep. Storm.
2: Desert yeah. Storm.
0: Were you thinking like Alright man If I do gotta get out there I might go fuck around Like Desert Storm You know nah, what I'm saying you're you going in That's just some shit I saw on TV mm. That, mm. that ain't It's real
1: But it mm. ain't real mm. So then <laughs> we said We was gonna put a pin In that recruiter yeah, yeah. So here's the recruiter's jobs And here's the fucked up thing About it And I wanna generalize this Cause you gotta understand Recruiters go to the poor And disenfranchised areas mm-hmm. So They're going to rural America mm-hmm. oh, And yeah. they're going to the hood Right right and they all selling you the same dream, nigga. You need to get the fuck up out of here. Mm-hmm. Like this shit is fucked up. Like you don't want to be around here. So I don't give a fuck where you at. You always gonna find a either. But but here's the fucked up part. They'll have certain recruiters that go to certain hoods. Oh, of course. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Of so course. certain recruiters like of Army and Marine Corps, which are more frontline soldiers and front mm-hmm. the frontline uh, folks. They'll of course they in the hood spots like nigga. You already in the hood getting shot at. Why don't you go get paid for it? Like they—they they really selling you this shit, and then they sell you on the school shit, and then they sell you on the fact that you are gonna get paid to do this shit, right? So they're selling you—they're selling you on, man, you ain't never gonna like, you don't ever go to war like type Yeah, shit. That, okay. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then they like my recruiter because you even I even asked the question. My recruiter was like, "Nigga, you in the air force? You gonna be in a tent somewhere?" 50 60 miles away from all the action, mm-hmm. you ain't never gonna touch nothing. That's exactly what God, the fuck you told. dang. That's exactly God what the fuck you
0: told me. to say the motto of the Air Force is we the last ones to go and the first ones to leave.
1: Mm. Meaning, mm-hmm.
0: we the last ones that they have to call to the shit. Mm. When the shit get too hot, we the first ones out.
1: Yeah. Mm. Like, but, because again, this is smart. This is the this is the punk punk brand. This is smart mm-hmm. brand. What are they telling us, mm. right? But when the September eleventh happened again, it's all hands on deck. And if you train like with in certain jobs, like certain career fields, mm-hmm. like my career field, I was in logistics. So logistics is basically um transportation, moving moving yeah, things from point A yeah, to point B. Yeah, yeah. So guess what that in- entails? Convoys. So guess what I got to do? Mm-hmm convoys because <laughs> i gotta I do convoys with the army because again i, I drive like i drive hmm. so because i drive and because you know supply and tra- and then they they combined our career field into just this one little big old career field so like i just came in at the like it was the perfect timing for me to come in to just walk into this shit and again the recruit because i i need y'all to understand this especially you know black women black men and women if you're listening of course, we gonna, they're they're going to push the service on our kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're not gonna push it on their kids. You Damn, get what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They're gonna push it on our <laughs> kids. They're gonna, they gonna, they gonna push us to go. And then they'll tell you all day long, oh man, greatest thing in the world for you to serve, you know, like they, you know, there's no greater honor. Then serve your country in battle and serve your country, you know, mm-hmm. honorably and woo Like, they'll sell you that shit, and then you go, where your son at? Oh, no, my son's in college. Oh, yeah, he goes, <laughs> he goes to Stanford. <laughs> Man, my, co- you know I'm saying? Son's my
0: son's in Yale. To the military, he's going to be an officer. Mm, he's going to West Point first, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, all that. By the so, time he get out of school, ain't shit going to be going on. Right. Hopefully, anyway. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Who knows, we about to embark on a 20-year war if yeah. it's over yeah. now, you know right. what I'm saying?
1: And then, so, oh, so it's then is like the, so here's the crazy part. Then is the indoctrination part, AKA the brainwashing, right? Mm-hmm. So when you go to basic training, they, they, they say that they break you down to build you up. So the first two weeks is in, in our basic training is called zero week. Okay. They cut your hair off. Ah, all of it. They take, they strip you of your civvies, they call civvies like your mm-hmm. civilian clothes because mm-hmm. yeah, they strip you of your identity. Okay You just like everybody else You're no different You're no know, better You're no know, worse So we're gonna break you down To build you up So You get called Of course you get yelled at You call names You do doing push us For every fucking thing Um Because again We have to We have to change your mindset From individual you mm-hmm. Because that's what we all Taught as Americans You know You have a right to do No 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 Your ass belong to us Mm Mm. We're gonna make sure that you mm. know your ass pull on to us. Damn right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, what What squadron was you in when you was in the uh, 22nd?
0: <laughs> I was in Candyland. <laughs> sp- why do they call it Candyland, man? They said it was the. the motherfuckers got ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> motherfuckers the motherfuckers got ice cream. The squadron and all of that. But then, when I got there, they had just got two new uh, drill instructors. Mm. One was from the Marines, the other one was from. Army and they one the one from the army was an airborne ranger like hardcore yeah yeah like dude Sergeant Lord and uh, the first <laughs> night I got there well my uh, getting to basic training was a task for me going into it let's know because like I said I'm from Houston basic training in San Antonio oh, okay so, like he got to fly on planes and stuff <laughs> <laughs> <to> <laughs> you had to get on training. the bus I got to get on the damn Greyhound bus mm-hmm. Ooh, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And the bus we were supposed to get on broke down when they took us from Meps to the Greyhound Station. We ain't had no bus to get on. Dude, we didn't leave there till midnight. Shit. Got to basic at, basically, we got to basic at 3 in the morning. So we got to Lackland when we were supposed to be waking up. Damn. Damn. So they kind of let us sleep in or whatever. They still, that night when we got there, got to go get shaved, everything, Mm -hmm. turn all your clothes in put the field jacket on so everybody can look the same. But I'm sitting on this bus, and San Antonio is only maybe an hour and a half to two hours from Houston. Okay. It took us three hours to get there. Yeah, day. I don't know what the driver was doing, mm-hmm. or what he wasn't doing, but something was going horribly wrong. What's going through all, from the, from the process you going, going to the bus station, going to your first station, and all that happened, what was all going through your mind? Like, that's a this great just, question I, What the hell Did I sign up for <laughs> That's a Bro that's a <laughs> great question MEPS You gotta yeah. be at MEPS At 6 o'clock in the morning Okay mm-hmm. So I've been at MEPS Since 6 o'clock in the morning Right And I've been there all day And then
1: hold up Explain what MEPS is Because every So every city Like main city yeah. Has a, a processing station
0: Military enlistment Processing station Damn So bad. you
1: go in That's when you branches. swear Everybody right. go to the same one So okay, that's when okay. you swear in You, you raise your right hand you talking them off like you in line, right? Like, it's just a line of you. So you in line, and you talking to other people. And you like, so what job you got? Man, I'm going to be an electrician. Oh, okay, cool. What, what, what branch you going to? Man, I'm in the Army. I'm like, shit. What you going to be doing? <laughs> damn. What you going to be doing in the Army, bruh? Man, I'm infantry. Fuck. You getting like, out there, huh, brother? Yeah. God you damn. Out here, you know what I'm saying? So you everybody's like. like 30 on
2: your
0: ass, man. Yeah. Damn. So,
1: so everybody's like sharing like, oh, man, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But. Those are the, the people that you leave maps with is the motherfuckers that you get initially close with first. Mm-hmm. Because like everybody from St. Louis, we we all like we we from St. Louis. Right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, so right. we all we all going to, to basic training, like, man, we, you know, we got our kind of like swag tours mm-hmm. type shit. So we get there and they trick us. We walk in. So first and foremost, I was fucked up. I had braids. So I tried to take my braids out, or uh-huh. I had to shit take my braids out while I was while I was on the plane. Mm-hmm. She only got half of it done. So you came in to St. Louis <laughs> wilding out, bro. So I no, I came in that motherfucker looking like Method Man. Because yeah, that's yeah. what he called me as soon as he, oh, we got Method Man yeah, yeah, in this okay. motherfucker. All right. So I became an element leader just because I stood out and I was different. What's an element leader? So what's an element leader is you have what's called student leaders in basic training. Mm-hmm. So. Initially what it is is the first bored. four people the first four people that march in formation
2: mm-hmm.
1: are your element leaders. So you have uses like tallest to shortest and then you have what's called a dorm chief. So the mm-hmm. dorm chief runs the entire dorm. Mm-hmm. The element leaders help the dorm chief run the dorm. You run your element. So it's uh, like, it's, hey, like okay, you, okay, so it's like teaching you so it's like teaching you some type of leadership. So I became chain a student leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chain of command and all that. So it teaches you protocol. So I became an element leader. Um so we go upstairs, and uh, the, the, um, the instructor walks out, and he's like, "I'm happy to have you guys here, man. I'm happy you made the decision to join these United States Air Force." <laughs> he said, uh, "I'm proud of all of you, and uh, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad you're here, and I'm happy for you." And this is where I knew that I, that I fucked up. He was like, "So uh, you guys need cookies or milk or anything like that?" <laughs> <laughs> and so. Some dumb motherfucker said in the back, yeah, man, that sound good as hell. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck off my furniture. Sit the fuck down. You don't, you don't like we sitting on the furniture, all types of shit. like <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the first thing you learn when you get there. You don't sit on shit. Mm. You sit on the floor. Damn. You haven't earned the right to sit on the furniture yet. Oh. So we sitting on the furniture. We chilling, we talking. We like, oh man, this shit going to be a breeze, bro. They mm. told us the Air Force was easy. Da, da, da. Dude start yelling at us and then a bunch of like, like a bunch of them run into the room and just start getting us together, like tear getting yeah, tearing your ass up. Them. They in your face, they right here, face to face. They got this hand and they. So all your all say, lose, like, wow, fuck you up." In this that's what you thinking? Yeah. But Boy, but, like, but it's three o'clock in the morning. Yeah,
0: yeah. You yeah. ain't had no
1: sleep. Mm-hmm. You're shocked because that's the thing. They catch, they caught you so off guard. Mm-hmm. Like you, you like the fuck is going on? So you just like straighten it up, and you just like that you know what I'm saying. So. Oh, That's I will tell you when my video. St. Louis was fucking up though. Mm-hmm. So the third week, I was um, I was in a child hall. Mm-hmm. It was this big motherfucker. Cause I was in three twenty, which is called Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. It was this big motherfucker. Like his BDUs, he couldn't increase the motherfuckers. He was so motherfucker. He was caught Diesel. Man, Sergeant Silverback. Man, he, Sergeant was Silverback. Was cocked, he was caught Diesel. Back. So I'm walking and you ain't supposed to eyeball because they, you know, it's, it's called a snake pit. Mm-hmm. So all of these motherfucking drill instructors are sitting across the snake pit. I walked past and I, I guess I eyeballed him, and he was like, "The fuck you looking at?" Okay. okay. All right. And I was like, "And that?" And then yeah, it was like, right. nigga, can, right, "You know what I'm saying?" Like I was, I was about I'll to take this, it like nigga, I really we can
0: discharge it. right yeah, here, we can right can now. Get, can get it in. Yeah.
1: That nigga stood up. Oh my god. <laughs> nigga stood up and he kept standing
0: oh, damn. <laughs> like he kept
1: standing i was like all right hey
0: that was my bad i'm, I'm gonna take i'm gonna take that one yeah, I'm take that one with hey me. what you say all oh, this is new to me dog that's my fault i ain't know that's me bad. i
1: ain't know but he was the first to like it wasn't fear it was just the it was just the like he could probably get with me tight and then some of them that was like like that and was like just real about it mm-hmm. like they was cuz some of them motherfuckers was like really like from where I'm from too they just knew how to dress it up
2: yeah, yeah. so oh, they yeah.
1: them niggas like hey that like it's <laughs> it's a um ah it's a it's a facebook guy i could not think of his name the sergeant when he say fall out to your yeah. your right my left if you're from baltimore st louis philly new york fall out and just start pushing I know you motherfuckers going to do something for you. <laughs> And that's exactly what the fuck they did. If you were from a major city, they made us fall out and start doing push-ups immediately. They, bucket, was like, nigg- they was like, you niggas going to get together and y'all going to do something already. I know you... And, and that's partly why he made me an uh, a element leader because he said, I like my element leaders with a little thug in them. All <laughs> right. I know y'all going to win when, because when, because when nobody else is there, you're in char- Like, you literally are in charge. Mm-hmm. So, you know, statute of limitations. When, so if motherfuckers had problems... Like, with, with me and my lead and my dorm chief, like, we would let motherfuckers fight in the bathroom. So, like, oh, yeah, like if yeah, motherfuckers yeah. had problems, mm-hmm. we'd be like, we'll set it up. Like, it'd yeah. be like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, motherfuckers in there getting slid. Like, we didn't <laughs> we, we, we give a fuck. Like, we was running that motherfucker, like, prison. Like, yeah, well, I mean, like, shit, we, well, a lot of us, that's, that's how, that's how, that's how we know how to run shit. You know what man, I'm saying? It was but jail. Look.
0: Like, you couldn't, you get on the phone your first night there to call home and let everybody know mm-hmm. you made it. You got 30 seconds. I'm here and now you got to go. No, you have a script. Damn for wall. real. You say this is Airman this is my no trainee. Yeah, cuz you is ain't trainee Airman. such and such. I'm here and my my drill instructor gave me this this and this and that to do. And uh, your parents be on that Thank you oh, baby We love you Click it, it, <laughs> That's wow. That's wild Look we gonna let that sit For a minute man Cause I wanna get In those parallels And all that Oh yeah through, yeah you know, yeah this, But we had to set the stage right? De- <laughs> Definitely man This this is what we doing We gonna take a quick break We talking dress right dress Black
1: Vets We'll be right back I... Oh yeah When it's Christmas time nigga Well, motherfucking merry Christmas been having New Years nigga
4: <laughs> Y'all think We was gonna do it again Hi, nigga, what? And B.B., my name, from the ghetto to fame, Got to make him say, look at the world, you my name. From every soldier, so From every killer to the Flare the haters get wet. Two niggas march, play a step. We know no limit, limit, limit soldiers. I thought I told you. We know limit soldiers. I know I told you. We no limit, limit soldiers. I know I told you. We know no limit I soldiers. Limit I know I told you. you. We no limit, limit soldiers. I I you. You. No no soldier. It's a mystery. Black thugs and me, it's the real truth. On the rise, and we gon' ball till we fall through. Shot, With my dead niggas on the wall. Capital of a bunch of ghetto millionaires on the rise. They must fake mm-hmm. like the motherfuckin' white. Got a truth tattooed on my back, in my armhole. and represent the South. I'm gonna get the streets right, like cock paint, stop. Cow the bitch, I'm a soldier. (laughs) we <laughs>
0: To what we do in the last two songs That first one That No, Li- no Limit Soldiers 2 off That Christmas compilation That No Limit Christmas compilation bro classic It is a classic You know what I'm saying Me hey, X
1: snaps on that motherfucker The, the I love beat
0: riding on that motherfucker Man you know the
1: beat riding Do 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 Man Do 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 And then Saha We gonna find a way Every time To get Saha cyb- in mean, this motherfucker you, know you know
0: what I'm saying Shout del- out to Mystical Oh yeah
1: Army vet yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So we talking um we talking black veterans. So we was just trying to set the stage um from why we joined, how it's like to join, um, and we kinda got into it, but I wanted to get a little deeper into the indoctrination. So, um, uh, like so on um, when you when we go to basic trainer, right? Yeah. And you and you get to Warrior Week, let me ask you this. <laughs> Did you cry? Did you cry when they uh when they called you Aaron for the first time?
0: Well, when they call me airman for the first, time? when they call you airman for the first time, I was time. a dorm chief, so I, you know, I ain't gonna be no bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so they got me in the whole in the back and behind. Ain't nobody behind me. Can't nobody see me. So yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, okay, so check it out.
1: <laughs> check it out. Check it out. The, the reason why I yeah. asked that question is because, and this is where the indoctrination comes in. At they tell you, like they give you this big ass speech after you finish warrior week, and they're like, if you don't, if you don't cry. When they call you airman for the first time then, then you're not you're <laughs> you're not built for this really? you're not one of us like they get because really? again you go through all this shit you get yelled at you cussed out they, they call you trainee the entire time mm, so, so that is one tanked. thing so that is a mental thing
2: mm-hmm.
1: anytime somebody doesn't call you by your name they dehumanizing you you gotta realize that okay. so you, now i know these tactics because i can look back on them and go oh okay so what they do is they never call you by your name. So when they give you a higher title or higher name, now you all emotional and you all, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm they know now. my yeah. name, yeah. they know me. Yes. Okay. So, so they know everybody, me yeah, so everybody <laughs> like after, the, and then after that week, when you come back to the squadron, you looking at everybody because you wearing your blues at that point, uh, your dress blues. So you looking at everybody else who going through like zero week, a third week, a second week, and you like, yeah, they ain't there yet. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't understand. We've <laughs>
0: been there for five weeks, five and a half weeks, and somebody just got there yesterday, mm-hmm. scared shitless, and – he got a field jacket on, on top of his regular clothes. They ain't gave him they clothes yet. Like, yeah. when I say He ain't even got you, boots yet. Mm. They give you everything. Yeah. You can't keep your drawers. Damn. You can't keep your yeah. glasses. Damn. Like, Damn. they got these glasses called BCGs. They call them birth control glasses. Birth control, control glasses. Yeah. Yeah. They literally look just like those. Yeah. Except they brown. And they got that, like, old school marble like, Raleigh off of Amen. Mm. Like, his name. He said Raleigh off of Amen. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, don't prison specs. So So, <laughs>
1: like, they literally give you those because... Like again, so it's men and women there. So mm. that's another thing, right? So
0: oh, we ain't talking about the Gatorade.
1: You it uh salt oh, Peter. Okay. Salt Peter. So <laughs> um we're gonna get a little we're gonna get a Look, little, little, little vulgar. Five weeks six weeks, mm-hmm. dorm full of dudes, nobody got an erection. Oh. We couldn't figure out why. We like, how the fuck is this?
0: Like, I know you having wet dreams. No, you're thinking
1: about something. You Nothing. get into your drop spot. Now you're going to drop. Nothing. Now, Nothing. they try to tell us, no, because you're stressed. And that, that extreme. No, 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 no. They put salt, they put shit in the Gatorade so Man. you won't. Because think about it. If you were going through that process and you were, Sexually aroused and constant, And then it's a woman's dorm right across. What you going to do? You going to try. And then they going to try. And and then so you got people trying to fuck and the whole nine ain't going to work. So they Mm -hmm. give you that. And then like it kind of calms you down. So like fifth, sixth week when it starts to wear off. like Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Well, no, it ain't even that. They was giving you saltpeter and the whole up to warrior week. Before you went to warrior week, Gatorade was hot. Okay. With saltpeter in it. Okay. Because I'm guessing if you if it if you make it cold, it don't mix and it don't dissolve in that. Mm-hmm. So you drinking hot Gatorade. You come back from Warrior Week. Ooh. You can drink soda. You can drink Gatorade. Everything's cold. You can have ice if you want to. Damn,
1: man, motherfuckers appreciate yeah. ice, man. Bro, That's I'm bro. You. But again, when they take away so much, they give you little. Yeah, bro. I went fucking nuts when I heard the radio. Mm. I went nuts when I heard the radio in that motherfucker. When that when and and I'll tell you around the time because again you got to remember this is 2000, 2001 So we hot we on Oh, so Nelly is yeah, doing that, yeah, ne- yeah. bro. When I heard, yeah, I okay, have never I appreciated country grandma so fucking much. I get it. Then when I heard it on the radio and I was like, oh, because yeah, yeah. my 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 t- so my Ti was playing that in the fucking um. He's playing it in his office. He had the radio on in his office and he slipped, and we got to hear it mm-hmm. and we was listening. I was. You know, I'm bopping and I'm, yeah, yeah. But, like, they take away so much from you that when they give you back little, little things, you get all excited and you get geeked about it. You know what I'm saying? So that's part of the psychological so, game that they play with you.
0: So while y'all in this, y'all going through your withdrawals and figuring okay. out why, you know, I was waking up, my dude was looking straight at me in my face, now I got to, hey man, you know what I'm saying, yeah. my, my dick ain't getting up and all that type of shit. Yeah. What kind of conversations and mind states are y'all kind of getting to as y'all going through this together, everybody going through these five, six so, weeks, whatever? So, don't. Really? Nobody talks. It's hard to talk because you get, well, at least in my dorm, mm. nobody talk because everybody was... Well, for the first two weeks, you scared as hell. Mm. So you still trying to figure out what the hell going on. Who gonna jump out at you and all this other shit? And then we had our first red line inspection. And then we came back in the damn dorm, looked like somebody came in there and tried to rob it because they'd flipped every bed, mm. not just one or just moved the pillow. They flipped every bed, the bunk beds, the lockers open, another all your clothes, another psychological
1: everyone. thing. So like, imagine he got fifteen minutes to clean. Imagine having to put hospital corners on your bed. To have your your shirt folded precisely six inches,
0: a square, six a square.
1: square. It must be a six inch square, not not six and a half, not six and three quarters. They bring a ruler out to have your shirts fold, uh hung up a certain way, and if they're not hung up the way that they're supposed to, that's a that's a demerit, and that like, and again, so what they'll do is if one thing is fucked up. They flip, they 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 flip your whole dorm over. Mm. So they flip the beds over. They take your shit out. They throw it out, and then you have to do all that shit over again. But to your point, um, talking. So I was a I was an element leader, mm. a student leader. So we we talked at night. Okay. So okay. we talked like at night, like when the when the TI leaves or when the, when the drill instructors leave. Like we talk then. So what what it does is is um, it brings you closer. You 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 become brothers. Mm. Like and it, and it's like y'all live together as brothers because. Mm. Now nothing's off limits because you are shit-showering, shaving mm-hmm. with a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So y'all as close as y'all can. So the motherfuckers that you go to basic training with, are oh, y'all close as shit. Damn. You know what I'm saying? I had a guy that I used to call, white guy, I used to call, like, like my brother, like my best friend. We was born on the same day.
2: Damn.
0: We
1: was the same age. We both played football. Like, everything about us was the same except he was white and I was black. Like And, mm-hmm. and not like... A cool ass white boy to like talk hood or whatever, whatever. I couldn't understand why I had so much in common with this motherfucker. Like we both love raisin brand. Like it was we just both one love of those- raisin brand. <laughs> Like it was just crazy shit. <laughs> See, that be the shit. It don't be the it football. Just- it don't be other shit but like, dog, you know what I really fucking did? Raising raisin brand. brand. You
2: like, the fuck?
1: I got raisin Bro, brand we right had in. a saying we had a saying in that motherfucker. It ain't raising without the raisin brand. <laughs> like we was just being there just and he was an element leader. I was an element leader. That's funny. Um we both like like was in there, like like our first two nights we had fights in there, so he won his fight, I won my fight, mm-hmm. and then we got cool, like we got cool after that. It was like, hey man, like you was, I was like you was in there, like throwing them. He was like, man, I'm from, he was from like Wisconsin or some shit, and he's like, man, I'm country boy strong, like he said, like, yeah, okay. yeah. he said, man, I've been I've been baling hay and doing all types of shit. So you yeah, share these stories, right? Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, is where I'm from, you from the hood. So I'm selling, I'm, I'm I'm sharing all these hood stories, you know, chicken grease, fish grease, mm-hmm. running in the, in the living room, drive by, all this shit, all this hood shit and funny and whatever, whatever. And motherfuckers is looking at me. This is the first time I knew I was poor. Like, damn. Motherfuckers was looking at me like, none of this shit is normal, bro. <laughs> like, damn. why are you telling us these stories? Like, and I'm looking at them because, you know, Def Comedy Jam, oh, y'all ain't never went through. Yeah, ooh, right, ooh. right, right. You know what I'm saying? And they looking at me like, right. no, nigga. And then it was one cat that beat me. That that it was one cat that up the level of everything. He was from Colombia. He was telling us about how the fuck he grew up Mm. in Colombia. Car bombs. Okay. Motherfuckers died. Like he he grew up like a little bit from had a thick ass accent. Grew up a little bit from Medellin. Like he was telling us about. He was telling us about when when the cartels would come to town. Mm. And shoot everybody in the fucking town except the kids. Like So you then, like, hey man, you had a choice. Like, you won. Yeah, you had, well, I'm glad you, you here, bro. Won. I'm yeah. glad you doing something positive yeah, with your life, brother. But but the rest of us, like, we, we ended up getting cool, like, and which is crazy because like like most of my close, close friends are from like major cities. Um, so it was cats from New York that was there. And what was dope is like when I was describing Saint Louis, I was talking about he was like, nigga, we know about Saint Louis out there. And then he starts spitting some lyrics, mm-hmm. and we got cool. Like, it was, I had a potter from the Bronx. I had a potter from Brooklyn. It was cash from Philly. It was cash from L.A. Like, mm-hmm. like we all got along because we from the city, so mm-hmm. we all kind of got a city swag. Yeah, sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? And then you had motherfuckers from nigga keep running Mississippi. <laughs> nigga oh, keep yeah. running Mississippi. Or I will lynch yeah. your, your mama Missouri. Like, you had motherfuckers who – that was the first time I met people, and they wouldn't say, like, like – if I ask you where you from, you are gonna be like St. Louis, mm-hmm. North Side, ooh, or West Side, or wherever you from. They would say I'm from Georgia. I'm like, Georgia's, okay. Georgia's a fucking state. What do you mean you from Georgia? Ah, it's a small town. You'll never know where. it's. yeah. Like, yeah I'm about I would to say, meet people man. like that. They'd be like, "I'm from Louisiana," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Okay, where the fuck in Louisiana?" Like, and I'm thinking oh, New Orleans. He's like, "Nah, nowhere near New Orleans." Mm-mm. Reeveport Like where the fuck Are you from are you from I'm from, from, from St. Pierre Jackson New Orleans you yeah, right but It was from I don't, Yeah
0: I don't, It was I don't from like, you, like you, you Yeah
1: yeah So with that you So now you in Now you got all this shit Going on Now you indoctrinated Now you didn't, you didn't Cried You an airman You didn't got to you Your first duty station and now you got all these other other folks from di- different branches because, again, once you leave and you go to your duty station, now you start to interact with other branches. Mm-hmm. Like, you start to, like, and where we was at, it had, I think, all four, right? We had all four on it. Uh, yeah. Because we had, yeah, everybody. it was a bunch of Marines there. Oh. <laughs> it was a mm. bunch of Marines <laughs> there. And we used to go to this club the hook called and jab. the Globe and Anchor. <laughs> the Globe and Anchor? It was called the Globe and Anchor, but uh-huh. we called it the Hook and Jab because, all these niggas would do is fight, bruh Damn To the to the dumbest shit, though Like, oh, they would like play music Bruh, good. they would play a whole set Because you got to remember, this is 2001, 2002 So they would play a whole set of Lil Jon and Eastside Boys Whole set of Oh, uh, Nate mo- uh, and, they, and Cash is
0: ready to go No Nothing Really? Everybody's e-
1: just dancing
4: Eve, come on, anything I want Fuck these niggas
1: <laughs> And it <they> won't forget <laughs>
4: I'm like, What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened?
0: Why did y'all oh, wait to the, They had a fight at the club when Joe was performing. Yeah, <laughs> of I all don't people. Know. <laughs> 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 but we get the okay, hold on, wait, 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 Real wait, shit. hold on, wait Real a shit. Like, let, live a and we in Japan. This is not in. Salem. Yo, or in let, LA. all right. This is shit. So let me get thought process. You know that's where I be. So y'all, y'all at the hook and jab. First time y'all hear Lil John, so y'all. Y'all looking really? over like, all right, somebody, somebody him for the far. trip. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how it go. That's what it is.
1: Yeah. Two or three cuts. Because again, by. we because we okay. come in that motherfucker like 30 d Okay. Because oh. because so again, we going to their club. Right. Know? Okay. So, so look. So, so look. So hold there on. There was a little rivalry. So just real quick. okay. Okay. So there is a little rivalry between branches. Of course. So the Marine Cats thought they were tough because they were Marines. Damn. Army cats thought they like everybody had they look. So it's a little like sibling rivalry. Okay. Sure. Thing. Sure. I'm from the hood, so I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I'm tough because I'm from where I'm from. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I don't care about none of this yeah, shit. Yeah, like yeah. When I, and my sister was over there, too. So my sister okay. was in the Marine Corps. So I'm I'm really not tripping off these n- niggas or whatever. So when we go to the club, we would go like 30, 40 deep because we're going to their mm. clubs. Yeah, so we're so, going like yeah. So. so
0: okay, y'all 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 let a couple uh, cuts go by the big ones. They didn't play never scale. They didn't play all yeah. the big yeah. ones that all you know go jump sold. out. All, all, that. all that rich. Okay, so <laughs> nothing happens. Now nothing you're like happen, okay. The R and B comes on and the mood heightens. Like <laughs> okay, so tell me the first time if you can if you can remember, well tell me what was the first R and B song fight that you saw? What was the song? Was How did fight go? Yeah, I want to know about Joe. Straight up. Straight up. That was the first one. Did you see it brewing like would you Would no, you calm at this happened. point? I think dude was grinding on another dude uh, girl. Oh, yeah, okay. Or something like doing the whole school days grinding. just grabbing handfuls mm. of ass <laughs>
2: everything. <laughs> <laughs> and everything.
1: Cuz most, of the, fi- most of the most of the
0: fights was, was over, chicks. Off over chicks. So, okay. It was over chicks. Okay. The yeah. Air Force had all the girls. Uh. So, when they seen me and him come up, mm-hmm. and I'll bet be some chicks in here, uh-huh. and I mean, now granted, we had like five or ten of them with us. Okay, but like legit with us, right, right, right. I, like squad, squad game, because we all from one base going over there. Mm. But out of them thirty, it's like fifteen of us that literally came together. Like if he didn't come or I didn't come, mm. with none of us. Okay, mm. all right. So let me ask you this: When did you notice the pattern though? Like. The R and Back? Yeah, yeah. Well how how many times do you go before you realize, hey man, there R and B going on. Let's knuckle up. <laughs> you know what I'm Bro, saying? it was like they never fought us though. They that's what always I'm saying. Yeah, they always fought each other. So yeah, when, when, each when, each when other. you were sitting there, you like, all right, it's slowing down. All the headbutt shit over with. They finna play this. It was like shit.
1: for me, I'm, I'm, real talk. It was like for me, it was like the fourth time. Really? It was like the fourth time when it happened. It's
2: like God damn
1: it. Cause <laughs> then I start tapping I start tapping cats because at the time I had a girl, so I was on that. Mm. But when we came, one again, 2001, mm-hmm. 2000, 2002. So who what what's trendy? Throwbacks. Sure. Yeah. So we got on throwback jerseys. Sure, sure. We got on the sneakers to match. Yeah. We got on the headband. We, we some, on the pretty boy. Air Force shit. Ones, all on this yeah. motherfucker. We yeah. on the pretty boy yeah. 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 shit. So we going all over there yeah. all yeah. the way down, creased uh, up, pre oh, boy yeah, shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm telling my dudes, I'm like, when they start fighting, just grab their girls, bro. Cause they don't give a fuck Cause they I, I guarantee you I said I guarantee you With a slow song Come on They gonna clear this motherfucker out Cause when everybody Start fighting They start taking the motherfuckers out And then the chicks that hey came with just Sitting over there And I'm like Bro Yo, just go over there And talk I'm to their girls you once, something they go, right now. once they start fighting Just go talk to their girls Cause they like They there like, I'm gonna tell you something uh, We knew we was gonna do The top of this show mm-hmm. A few days
0: ago You know what I'm saying me and you have been doing this show for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. I knew some of your stories, but not all of them. It's the first time me and you have met for real. But we've been in certain yeah. uh, Facebook groups and all this type of stuff. I kind of had an idea how this was kind of go. Kind of had some questions to kind of fit what's happening here. But the hook of Jeff threw me way off. <laughs> <laughs> threw me way off, bro. That's like, just no, for you gotta real. Understand this went on for two years. That's what I'm saying. Like, I and think- that wasn't even the worst fight. The worst fight happened on the Air Force base.
1: Ooh, Johnny. On, somebody touch, somebody touch Johnny girl ass. Get it 24 And they had break, to fucking... Tell, had...
0: <laughs> tell me go to break, bro. You want to start it? Started. Tell me Tell guess. me before you go to break. Man, look. This dude, girl, first off, she was fine. I mean, fine. Yeah, D, mm. D was fine. And, like, they was dancing or something on the thing. Some dude came and got him a handful. I mean, like... Mm. The real handful. Uh, like, no, excuse me. No, I came like, over here to he do this. Came, he got a couple fingers between cheeks. <laughs> okay. Type of handful.
1: All right Disrespectful. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it popped off from there. Like everything went. I mean, you just seen shit flying everywhere. Yeah. It goes outside.
1: Damn. Hold on, but let let's rewind a little bit. So we say Johnny, right? So that's the other thing. Like on 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 a post base, whatever. Because yeah. we all call it different things. You pretty much know everybody. Know everybody. You know what I'm saying? So Johnny was a senior airman and uh which is like an E4. Yeah. All the fuck he did was work out. Mm-hmm. And this motherfucker was like six two, six three. Jacked. Two hundred and thirty five pounds jacked. Twisted steel and sex appeal. Twisted <laughs> steel <be> <laughs> and sex appeal. And motherfucker was and motherfucker was as black as my jacket. Damn. And just talk aggressive, like mm-hmm. when he would talk to you, like he was cool with you. Mm-hmm. So he would see me in the gym, and say, <laughs> t- your body's like a warehouse. You <laughs> just gotta fill it up. <laughs> like he was just he, <laughs> just, talking, he just talked he just talked like aggressively talk <laughs> <like laughs> all fucking time. <laughs> every time he talked to you, you know, like he walked past you, like what up? Put it to you like this. The nigga would work out in Tim. like Tim's tightly wrapped up to his fucking ankles, like this. So, so a nigga in shorts. I don't give a fuck what the weather was. He's in shorts. He's in fucking Tim's. He's 235 pounds, and you can see every muscle on this motherfucker. Uh, and his girl, D, gets her ass grabbed. So that's the stage. Some people just make wrong decisions in <laughs> life, So that's bro. the stage. The a Marine. Yeah. So that's the stage. So then <laughs> he finds out about it. So a fight breaks out. And every, like, I don't know why everybody started fighting, but everybody started fighting. It was like, mm. pick a partner, punch yeah. him in the face. Like, everybody just start everybody, fighting. Damn. Everybody start fighting. And then the fight spilled out into outside. And oh, the God. funniest fucking part is that, like, at the end of the fight, you just see motherfuckers hanging on Johnny and not being able to hold him like he has three people on his ankle he has two people on his shoulder mm. he has one person on his arm you got security forces there damn. they're trying to talk him they're just trying to talk him down like hey bro just just chill out bro. could you please like, stop they, like just chill out <laughs> he's throwing motherfuckers out the yeah. way like yeah. he's built for this shit like
0: damn we
1: built for this shit but like those are the those are the stories and like the good times That we had, and this is just one base because I I then went to Minot. I got stories for Minot. I I then went back to San Antonio. I got stories for San Antonio. So in the military, most of the thing, the two things that we did just just before we go to break, you got it. Like two things that we did, well, the three things that we did is drink, fight, and fuck. Okay, them gonna be the three things that you gonna that you gonna do. You gonna fight. You gonna fight somebody. Mm
2: I don't care who it is.
1: You fucking (laughs) (laughs) some. You're going to yeah. fight somebody, you're going to fuck something. And it's incur- It's highly encouraged for you to drink. You're gonna need- it sounds like you need to
0: drink. It's we'll be right back. That's it, what we're doing.
3: What would you do If you were asked to give up your dreams for freedom? What would you do If asked to make the ultimate sacrifice? would you think about all them people Who gave up everything them? they had? Would you think about all them war events? And would you start to feel bad? Freedom isn't free. It costs folks like you and me. And if we don't all chip in, we'll never pay that bill. Have to thirst and if you don't throw in your buckle five, who will? Ooh, freedom calls a buckle. Fast. You could I'm a soldier. <laughs> you you, 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 you can tell I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. <laughs> you,
4: you, 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 I'm a soldier, you you, 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 you I'm a soldier, I'm <speaking in water> you know a bad. soldier, you am tell I'm a soldier, I'm a soldier, way I'm I not a, way, a soldier, all i want to be was a soldier, what? 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 I'm you ain't a soldier, a i
0: Play this from uh, Team America. Freedom cost a buck five. Buck five. You got to tip your buck five in, man.
1: Because if you don't put your buck five, who will? <laughs> you
0: know what I'm saying? That second <laughs> who will? cut. I was so I was just saying in the break, man. We've been doing this shit for a few years now. Matter of fact, we coming up on our hundred episode here soon.
1: Yes, we um, are.
0: We got a lot going on that. But out of all this time, I've been finding one of the reasons to play that last song by Silk Shocker and the Camp No Limit Tank. I'm a soldier and we made it, man. I'm, to <laughs> yeah. it. I'm gonna get one up for the DJ. <laughs> Shout out to Silk to Shaka. You know what I'm saying, Mama? We made it. Yeah. We talking dress right, dress. We
1: talking dress right, dress. Uh, being veterans in this, in this, in this, in this in this, giant. In this, giant, in this beautiful, beautiful country. You know. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so fair enough. So, um, but it was some, you know, some shit you had to deal with. Now, like it was, you know, it was, it was. It was some good times. Again, we we fought. We uh, yeah. but you had to deploy. You had to take your I. I personally had to go to Iraq three times.
0: So, so I mean that that last segment we talked about the hook and jab, which yeah, I, I and that's coming back up on all. <laughs> that was a hell of a story. <laughs> that could be a whole show. Yeah, by I herself, swear bro. to God. Yeah, yeah. You. So, you guys in? You guys are moving. Uh, you both said you guys have people in your family that has been in the military before. Mm-hmm. When you go back in history about the military and uh. They, how the country has handled it, you know, how people coming back from the Vietnam War and all that, and when you mm-hmm. when you see when you hear a iconic speech uh, from Muhammad Ali addressing why he's not going where his oppression is mm-hmm. at and all that, how do you how does that affect you guys going forward?
1: So for me, it's always the conflict mm-hmm. because I am I am absolutely positively a patriot and I fought for this country and old oh glory will will hang over my casket when it's time for me to go home you know what i'm saying so that is a part of me period mm. so um when like things like the process happened when kaepernick happened and whatnot like people ask me like if you were playing football would you Neil? i'll say no because it's different for me because i actually saw combat for my country i actually lost people that i love we lost somebody that we love and, and care about dearly you know um Shout out to to Oz, man. Uh, yeah. You know our, our our good friend that that died in service He's of my his country. Roommate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That died in the country uh, in service of his country. So it hit different. But I'm black, Right, so like right, right. that hits different because Saint uh, it was a, a a soldier, a lieutenant that got pulled over and. You know, was just treated in, inhumane. It's a video that was out there. It was like a couple months back.
0: In Texas too. Yeah,
1: in Texas. Mm-hmm. So we, we, so you got to understand both sides of it. So you, I, I one thousand percent understand what Muhammad Ali is saying. Uh, I'm not you. You basically telling me to go over and kill more poor people mm-hmm. for the for the good or the greater good of of this country, mm. and you got to reconcile that within your soul. I, I'll give you a quick story. The first time I went to Iraq, I was in a base called Kirkuk. Which is like, um, I want to say like 40 40 miles outside of of Baghdad. So when I went, um, we worked with local nationals. So we worked with people from actually Iraq. So I worked in a motor pool. So I was um, doing like the logistics stuff for the motor pool. And uh, we had three local nationals that worked with us. And one of the local nationals walked up to me and said, Why are you here? Hmm. And I was like, what you mean? Why am I here? He said, "No, no, 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 no." He pointed at my color. He pointed at my shade. He was like, "Why are you here? We don't have no problem with you." I'm like, damn, mm. that's that's deep for real. Then he said, and I quote, "Everywhere they go, they cause trouble. They cause they cause <laughs> much trouble." And I was like, "Shit." And that, that that hit like that that hit because again, I join, you join. For different reasons. Joint mm-hmm. because I needed to get the fuck out of St. Louis and I wanted to go to school. That's it. Mm-hmm. I then got you know re-blued or blued or mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Then then they put something in me that made me give a fuck. And then when Aye. they put that thing okay. in you that made you give a fuck, then because it's a cycle, then you start to become yourself again. So later on when you start to join, you start you start to get your own identity again. You start to become who you were because you was who you were 20, 30 years before you ever became who they wanted you to be. Sure. You feel what I'm saying? So then you start to become yourself again, and you even start to see some of the discrimination in the military because there's not a lot of black officers. There's not a lot of, you know, um, female high-ranking officers. There's not, like, they're still breaking those bar- barriers too. Mm-hmm even though we had the Tuskegee Airmen who were stellar for years and years and years before I ever thought about joining or or, or enlisting, but you still have people dealing with the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, more, they were more likely to kick out an airman that had trouble that was black as opposed to giving paperwork to one that was white. Like, like it was, it was disparaging. Like, you could see your career path would, would move a little differently if you were a stellar white troop as opposed to a stellar black troop. Like we saw this Mm -hmm. And again It's just a It's a a reflection of America Right right. So America is this as well So So We had to Always Be of dual mind That you had a job to do You had a mission to do You had a responsibility But you also had to remember You black Mm -hmm. Like So You have to be true to that as well
0: Mm -hmm. Still gotta do double the work For half the praise Like Prime example It happened to me Mm -hmm. Like We had to take they call them CDCs where we had to take tests to get a uh, five level to get promoted. Okay. And I was going through my second test. Well, the test I had was over seven different volumes of stuff. Okay. So I took the first three and one test and the last four and a different one. And like, basically if you fail twice, you get kicked out mm-hmm. of everything. Period. Damn. You get kicked out of the military. <laughs> Damn. But, uh, you know your commander or whoever can work, pull strings, get waivers for you. Okay. So you got ADD or something, so oh, it take you a little longer to learn stuff. Or like your job performance—he like he knows how to do his job, so he don't need to take the test. Okay. Okay. They were more inclined to do that for our Appalachian American friends. Appalachian <laughs> American, you know what I'm than saying? Than they were for us. Yeah. Like they was ready to kick me out for failing, mm-hmm. but then. The white dude came right behind me and did the same thing and failed almost the exact same questions. They was like, well, maybe we need to restructure the test. See? Okay, see so let difference? me you this. Yeah, definitely. So, let, let me, so is that apparent? You can't ignore it. It's right there in the room. Mm-hmm. How does your Appalachian counterparts, as you put it, mm-hmm. face that t- with you? Are they ignore it with that or they kind of be like, hey, man, I know it's fucked up, but... It is what it is yeah. That type of shit yeah, That's you know basically how it went Like mm-hmm. It's not happening Directly to me mm-hmm. It's messed up That it happened to you But mm-hmm. you know Yeah it's not happening to me I don't Yeah yeah I hope you make it Bro Bro
1: um, <laughs> Before Because I want to touch on something Before we, we get there But but you gotta realize And I didn't realize this Until the Into the invention Of Facebook And when you start to Friend certain people On Facebook And I know you can relate to this So we, we tell you all, I told you all of this stuff in the first hour to set the stage for this. We go through all this shit. We brothers, right? Mm-hmm. We brothers and sisters and aunts. We we close. We going through all the same shit, right? It's a class that you take.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: in that class, one of my instructors said something so powerful. He said, are you fighting for the rights of a skinhead, a, a, a Nazi? And I was like, fuck no. He's like, yes, you are. Hmm. You're fighting for everybody's right I may not agree with you But I'll die for you for the right For you to say whatever you need to say That's yeah. that's what they So that's what they telling you right That's a knowledge bomb That's, so that's mouse what they telling you right This is what this country is built mm-hmm. on right mm-hmm. Facebook comes along Controversial topics come up in Facebook How many people did you have to unfriend That was white That was white people that you served with mm-hmm. That was, you was cool with that you was good with that you same way that we talking mm-hmm. we good We yeah. was that good
0: we worked out together worked like, out if together my city come to the house yeah. you. right come to you the know, house you know, i got so you so yeah, sir, yeah, yeah, together yeah, yeah.
1: deployed together man when this when this when this trump shit happened. trump shit happened really? when these police shooting start happening they true colors start coming up. and these motherfuckers start saying shit you look you looking like wow but you know me See, that's, like you, that, like you know, that you know you, who I am, and you still can say that. That gets me to another syndrome. That's the I like you syndrome. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. No, nah, I, I like I like you. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> but the rest of y'all, man, I don't give a fuck if y'all die anyway. But we had to learn at the hard mm-hmm. way because again, you 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 following these people, you you good because mm-hmm. again, at a certain point, if you believe in what they what they indoctrinate mm-hmm. you with, mm-hmm. we all equal because the. the when I was in the military the first it was the first time that I had the illusion of oh yeah we all equal because you know he going through the same thing I'm going she going through the same thing I'm going through you got to take a test to get ranked. so I'm selling myself this dream right mm-hmm. until some shit comes out and it's a controversial thing or or a shooting happens and then these motherfuckers are, like shouldn't have been resisting wait what should have never like they 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 say the script and so you then looking at them, and then you have a conversation with them, and then you are like, how could you say that? Because that could have been me. Like that, that very well could. Like when when Ferguson, like when Ferguson happened, and when Mike Brown happened, I'm around the corner. Right. hmm Motherfuckers know me. Y'all know who I am. You you mean to tell me that 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 would have happened to me? You would have said the same shit. Like, and it yeah. hurts, and it and it's fucked up, but it's the truth. Like. You start to become who you are. And when you learn that and when you see, and then if you have that inherent bias, right? Mm-hmm. If you have that in your head, then like me, I became a sergeant, I became a supervisor. So if if you got that inherent bias in your head, how do you rate a truth that is that, okay? Negative? There you go. Or how do you rate you a truth that is white without that coming into play? Or you saying certain things within the evaluation. That are inherently racist or inherently sexist. Cause I'll give you a great example. Oh man. We used to have um we used to have body uh so in your PT, right? Your PT test was I think at the time it was like a mile and a half in a certain amount of time, and then you had to do push ups and sit ups. Black women naturally have more curves. Yeah. Just naturally. I mean, yeah. I mean so we talking about when yeah. we're measuring them, I, I literally had a young lady that was my troop, I ain't gonna say the name but was my troop and she could never pass tape because she had hips and she Mm -hmm. had, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She she was curvy. She was passing her PT. She was, she was passing her, her ups, sit-ups, a whole nine. Her waist was like a 26. But when they, when they measure your neck and Mm -hmm. they was measuring hips and they was measuring the other stuff, she didn't pass. She didn't pass the tape. So you had to do what's called a, um, a blues inspection, So they would put you in blues and they would say, do you look, do you present a professional image? Now they didn't never like um, define what that professional okay, image was. My next it was up to the commander's discretion. Yeah. So if I didn't think you look good in blues, I could kick you out the military yep. for something that you didn't have any control over, which is you have ass and hips or you, you know, and so you would get on what's called the fat boy or the fat girl program. So, when you get on the fat boy or the fat girl program, you gotta do p t like every three four months, like you get tested more, they tape you more, they check your body fat if your body fat is over a certain like mm. you basically had to go through more than somebody who was just genetically born looking like a boy like I and so. Yeah. I and was so, five and so yeah. you say five pounds? <laughs> yeah, but you
0: seen me back then. I didn't look like I was five pounds overweight. Because again,
1: mm-hmm. we carry more we carry more body foot, but we also carry more muscle. I mean, so yeah. if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna tape something he was like he was like two hundred and twenty four pounds, but he had like a, a again like a twenty eight inch waist, and he was cut. Like yeah.
0: Yeah, you like but you they was want, you, but again, up, 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 yeah, like, but I they had want a you to. Inch neck. Mm, hey, so, <laughs> like, so you gon' you
1: gonna fail the taping every time. So they want you to present a certain image, and then when you look at that image, guess what that image was? It was a corporate image. So mm. we always we again cold words. Mm, yeah. So we know yeah. what corporate image yeah represents, and then one great thing hair, hair. Yeah. So how does our hair grow out of our head? Nappy, it. Like
2: this.
1: It goes straight up. It go right. up and out. Yeah. So you had to shave. And what would happen to black soldiers is you would get razor bumps. Yeah. 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 Because it's, because you have coarse hair. Right. So they would make you shave and so people would have this look like pizza. Like yeah, piece then, of, if
0: they, you know. If it gets too irritated, you get that big old fucking yeah. bump on right here. You know, the kilo. So, you had, got so that you had, so you know had people getting
1: all that shit because they were shaving when it wasn't natural. Or you had women that was fighting to wear braids or was fighting to get their like natural locks and braids mm-hmm. and things that we that is our culture that we couldn't wear in uniform because it was deemed unprofessional. Mm-hmm. Like that, like so. It's a bunch of inherent bias in this that we're talking about. So you're looking at that and you're trying to fit into an image that was never built for you.
0: It was made two hundred years ago. Right. And who was in the military two hundred years ago? Only only one type person. Five <laughs> yeah. you know, foot 170 and seventy pound, blonde haired, blue-eyed white dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of, say, uh, your Appalachian now what's crazy but, but, yeah, <laughs> But
1: but what's crazy is the first person to die for this country was a black. Right. So it we fought in every war, you know, so of course, you have to you have to deal with all of these biases. You have to deal with all of this bullshit. Then you go in the fight. Then you come home. Then you got to deal with the shit that you see on Facebook from your because there's a bunch of people that got kicked out and got in trouble mm-hmm. because first you're not supposed to your political views are not supposed to be like they tell us mm-hmm. like you're not supposed to put that shit on social media. You're not supposed to you know especially in uniform. Okay. So motherfuckers okay. got so bold when when Trump was in office was doing that shit in uniform, was talking crazy about you know black and brown and, and George Floyd to serve to die. Like it's always a mm-hmm. a, a veteran that, that says that shit. And then the crazy thing is, is that like you see how I am and you see how Maul is and you see how we dress and we see how we present ourselves. Motherfuckers would question if we're even vets. Like we yeah, didn't serve, like our yeah. service, like mm-hmm. our service wasn't their service. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Because Service members look a certain way.
0: So if you're not <laughs> if you're not looking like you're finna put your VFW hat on and sit yeah. in the corner of some TD bar all the time, then you could possibly be a vet, eh? Right, right. That, that's, a- that's a- absolutely. Or yeah. you ain't got a snapback that say Army. or yeah, the yeah, yeah. Air yeah. Or something on it. Yeah. But let me throw something else at you. Come on with it. You gotta do. You go through because I became an NCO and all this stuff too. Mm-hmm. And then you have these Trump supporters or these. Right wing activists and all of that kind of stuff in your in your troop. Somebody under you or over you. Okay, yeah. Or you going in for EPR from your boss, and you and this white guy got the same everything. It's exactly the same. Mm-hmm. It's just you black and he white. You get a two or a three on yours, and he get like a four or a five. And then you then, but you don't know why. He never says why. Mm-hmm. But then you go on Facebook or something mm-hmm. and see that he been. You know, you know, make a Garrett great again and college shouldn't have kneeled and all of this. Mm-hmm. Then another wrench is thrown in. You see this dude get off work, go get in his car with his black wife picking him up. Get the fuck out of here. I swear to God, get it happens the, almost come, every day. Come on, man. All right, let's all right, all right, all right. So now you did just put something in my thought process. So we went from, you know, the do out the you said the, the dual mental that you have knowing that you black in the military, hearing okay. stuff like mom mm-hmm. Raleigh, and then seeing everything that you see. That you described. You look at that black woman like, all right, man, explain it to me. Because now now I didn't understand some, what I've been told that military marriage is a common thing to get to a goal. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, it, is, it, is it even feasible that that's all that is? Some of it is, yeah, hundred Absolute. percent, okay. okay. absolutely, absolutely. You marry because somebody in the military because you get a raise when she marries you. She gets a raise when she when you get a raise and she get a raise. You get then more you money. You get a raise every kid you have up to five kids. Man. Yeah, you really. get more money
1: because you get because so you get allowances.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So when you're milled, what you it's called mill to mill. When you're mill to mill, you get the same allowances. Mm-hmm. So the B A H and B A S that I get, you get. So what we'll do is we'll just say, look. We because that's another like dirty, dirty, dirty secret about the military. You don't make no fucking money
2: mm-hmm. until
1: all. you mm-hmm. like E five. Uh, yeah, like damn, you don't make no fa- like like airmen are on fucking food stamps. Shit. So you out here working full time doing an important job now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have no fucking bread. So guess what? The fuck we was do- like we was out here. Yeah. But so we was out here doing the other <laughs> shit too mm-hmm. to okay. make ends meet. Because I'm not going... I'm not going to be on no fucking food stamps and I got to work full time. You just I legit want
0: to live in a dorm.
1: You know, you a... Grown man that wouldn't be... five, yeah.
0: 25, 30 years old, and you got to go stay in a dorm with some 18, 19... Yeah, mm-hmm. and, eat a,
1: and, and eat what they tell you to eat all the time, and then mm-hmm. again... At the times when they tell you to eat. Because the child hall ain't 20... You, unless you're on a flight line, the child haul ain't 24-7, 365. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you live off base. You get these allowances. So, of course, you're trying to figure out how to maneuver that shit. Sure. We're going to get married on paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get these allowances. And then you do what you do and I do. But it's it's a thing. And it's the rules is called the UCMJ. Mm-hmm. If adultery is against it. Like, mm-hmm. you can't, you, you know, get
0: kicked out. You get kicked you out.
1: You get caught cheating. You get called <clears> cheap <cheating throat> type shit. So... Now you gotta play the game different. You gotta act like, okay, we together, but we not really together. We got rules and we mm. live together, but we don't live together. Like people were trying to figure figure those things out because you're not getting again, from E one to like E five, you not getting paid. So in a scenario where the
0: where this man is uh, Trump supporting all this, gets into the car with the black white and you give her the benefit of the doubt, saying, Hey, this might be what mm-hmm. they have to do to survive, you know. Fucking, no, I flat out asked her straight up, "What happened?" That's what I'm yeah, getting to. I'm like, "What? What? What's?" She like, "He is not this person outside of uniform. He is a completely different person." Like, I'm talking about like she was like everything like as she was like that's why I don't go to military functions or parties or like anything y'all do that y'all mm-hmm. have on base. I don't go. Because so, I don't know who that man is. So he, he's he. Well, that's that's a, that's that's something else there. So this man is going out doing what he had to do in the military corporate world, mm-hmm. saying we got to say, uh, making sure he look a certain way because that's what's going to further his career. Bro. But no, he go home, but like, Hey, baby, you know that's just yeah, my that's talk. That's what I'm you doing. just described
1: yeah. is the entire game. Yeah. Really, that's the entire the entire game is to looking at the part to mm-hmm. get higher, so what is that similar to that's similar to corporate mm-hmm. you have to look at one of the things they told us is learn how to golf mm-hmm. learn how to golf because deals are made on the golf course mm-hmm. who knows how to golf officers know how to golf mm-hmm. so in order for you to get with an officer you gotta golf I, we play football we yeah. box we, we fight yeah. we, we yeah. you know what I'm saying we do oh, yeah, different yeah, yeah, shit yeah, 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 yeah. so we don't do that but you had to do that to to be they, they call all the time they say play the game so got y'all, y'all golf now either one y'all golf now I can golf. I
0: can, I can do a little razzle-dazzle. A little, you can get I'm down going. there, you ain't going to embarrass yourself, but you ain't going to win too much either. Nah, right? I, can, I heard that. You know, but most of the time, you go on a golf course, by the time you get to the 9th, 10th hole, everybody is shit-faced. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. that's what they do on okay. golf courses. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. if you go with a whole bunch of other military people, yeah. like they have all these benefit tournaments and all of this stuff, yeah. military stuff, and you go out there and play golf, you legitimately working on your game. They just out there for the free beer. And they everybody treating you not your veterans, yeah. your military, yeah. and all this type you of shit. You would think so. Yeah, that, that's why. But that's thinking. another. Th- but still that's still putting on
1: the front. Yeah, because that's the other, other thing. Because once you get so once you serve and you get to a certain point, and what we'll kind of hit that once we hit this break is is then you got to deal with perception. Then you got to deal with the VA, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you yeah. got to deal with everything that they promised you, and how you're. How you're supposed to get it man? Look, which look, is fucking nuts
0: We're we'll, gonna we'll take a break on that, that I think so, Definitely absolutely. have to let that sizzle in your spirit This is what we do We'll be right back left, right, left, you know what I'm saying? And if you've been listening this whole time, I, like Bob I was saying in the break, I can't believe really, that's the song everybody was chilling on and they man. want to fight to some Joe. I'm that is you. crazy to me, man. Telling you. That's that, crazy that, to me. That, that, that,
1: that any slow jam came on, they was throwing them balls. I, it, was, it was amazing. Man, that's amazing. crazy.
0: That second right. song, uh, Tupac Trading War Stories. Uh, ironically, bro, you know, we play a lot of Pac pop- on this show, like we a do. lot since we the do. beginning. Absolutely. We
1: Normally, stay away from all eyes on me, you
0: know what I'm saying? But we got one in with war stories, and that it's been summed up. what we've been talking about this the whole entire yeah. time. So we've you know been talking
1: saying? about the experience that uh, me and my man Ma had as black as, as veterans, first and foremost. Because happy Veterans Day to all those that serve, brothers and sisters in arms. Um, one thing that that is is crazy, but I, I love it. I love the fact that we we support the those that serve. They may not agree with the mission, but we always are there to support those that serve, and and veterans do get a lot of love and support in theory. Okay, okay. But it when you but. go to get when you go to get the actual love and support, sometimes it's not there. So for some of us that are combat, vet, I'm an actual combat vet. I actually uh, was was in Iraq a couple times. So um, being in Kirkuk and being in Balad seeing some of the shit that I seen now I will say this unfortunately the, the north side of St. Louis prepared me for a lot of shit mm-hmm. so in it preparing me for a lot of shit I'm not gonna say that I was like better for it it just it didn't shock it, it didn't shock me seeing people shot it didn't shock me seeing uh some of the things that I actually saw or being shot at it mm. wasn't like a new experience for me. Now, the bombs were.
2: Yeah, yeah oh, yeah. Explosions okay? 100%. The
1: exposures were. <laughs> but, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, When I first got to Kirkuk, Cook, you, you have what's called a sponsor. So, your sponsor kind of welcomes you in and kind of shows you the ropes. So, my sponsor carried around a fucking lawn chair. And I was like, bro, what, what? what's up with the lawn chair? He was like, oh, uh, when we get attacked, you got to go to the bunker. And I don't like sitting on the ground. So, you know, I got a lawn chair, so I can sit in a lawn chair. Yeah, day. That's how comedy that had become. That's very so, nice and line. And and this is what he said. He said, give it two weeks. He's like, give it two weeks. You'll be, you'll be warm, at." Two weeks later. Attack. No, a month later. An attack happens. When an attack happens, uh, you have what? you have an alarm go off. Mm-hmm. So the alarm goes off and then it's it's cold red. So, cold red means that, hey, we're being attacked right now. Mortar rounds. Something's coming into the base right now. They're shooting at us. They're trying to kill us. Then it goes to cold black when we look for UXOs. We look for unexploded ordnance. I was so comfortable or just there. Mm-hmm. Cold, the cold red goes off and, it's, and it's, this, it's this ooh. You'll never forget that sound mm. as long as you live. So, that goes off. I'm asleep. I'm about to go to work. I got to be at work at Mm 7. I grab my flat jacket. I grab my helmet. I put my flat jacket over me like a cover. I grab my helmet. I don't even leave the bed. Everybody else running for the bunker. (laughs) I don't even leave the bed. And at that point, that's when I was like, God damn. For real. God damn, he was right. Because you become desensitized to it Mm. because, again, you get attacked every day. Mm. So in getting attacked every day, You make your peace. You make your peace with death. So in making your peace with death, probably two weeks in, I would say to myself, I would say, I would have two phrases that I would say to myself all the time. One, if God, if if it's meant for me, then there's nothing I can do about it. That's real. That's real. There's nothing I can do about it. If if a mortar round hits or or a missile hits directly, it ain't shit I can do. Right. I I just gotta, you know, put your head between your legs and kiss kiss your ass. ass goodbye. Like, you just, you're not going to be here no more. Right. Right? And then the second one was, any time that I had to go on convoy or I had to provide security or or little shit that I had to do, I had one saying, I'm going home. I heard that. I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm going home. So whatever I got to do to go home, I'm going to do to go home. And I left it at that. Mm-hmm. You can cry. You can whine. You can, you, can, you can be scared. You can do all that shit on your time. I'm going home. I hear that. So... If you were going to help me go home, then we was cool that day. We can rock, we can rock that because <laughs> you're going to help me go home. So we had another we had another quick story, another, another situation to where we had just got there. It was like a week. And so I told you about the alarm. So the alarm, cold red goes off. We get an attack. We go into the bunker. We go into the bunker, and then it goes cold black. Now you have a master sergeant who's an E7.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's been here as long as I've been here, so I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. So he's like, "Hey, let's go out and let's do a UXO check." And then the senior airman, who's an E4, it's like sit your dumb ass down. <laughs> and he says it just like that. <laughs> and he says it's like that. Now, how the rank structure go? You don't disrespect anybody higher ranking. Mm-hmm. You you can't do that. That's that. Literally, you have to follow their orders. If they give a lawful order, you have to follow the order. Mm-hmm. So he said it, and then everybody kind of look like the new people look the old people was like yeah sit your ass down yeah, right right
0: and rank don't mean shit in the, in the, in the desert bro rank don't mean that. shit in the I desert
1: especially because again what, what he didn't realize is that your radio signal mm-hmm. can set off a UXO oh. so you trying to go do a sweep with a fucking radio you gonna get all us killed
2: mm-hmm.
1: mm. so the the E4 was absolutely right and then somebody else mm-hmm. that was the same rank as him said it in a very professional way. The corporate like, sir, one. let me, sir, like, we don't go out cold blacks. They have a team that goes out for cold mm-hmm. blacks, so we don't do the sweeps. You just need to, you know, calm down and sit down. But dude was just so, hey, man, and man, it was a black me. dude, too, from Mississippi. <laughs> I mean, that was my nigga. It was black dude, too, for the He said that shit, and the look that he had on his face, I damn near want to laugh at the bunk, because he was like, sit your ass down. Man. I was like, <laughs> Boy, Nigga, you, can write Nigga, you can't do
0: that.
1: Like in y- the that's, exactly thats exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. You don't know say. So, with all that being said, imagine, imagine going through that. Imagine serving this country. Imagine doing all of those things, getting attacked every day, becoming desensitized to it, getting shot at, convoys blowing up, all these things mm. going on. Listening, to, uh, uh, smelling the fucking oil burning. In the mm. distance That shit will never Leave my senses I can tell By the way Ma went man, That I... shit will never Leave my senses Because they bore, they Burned oil 24-7 mm. So they had a, a, Like an oil pit And they like And that's how much Oil they have By the way And that's the real Reason why we were there and they would just burn oil all the time, so it'd be these fucking fields that would be on fire in yeah, the distance, see, like, in the distance.
0: Tor- like that. Like that jarhead.
1: Mm. Oh yeah, head, yeah, that shit was real. But <laughs> yeah. the smell of it just fucking sticks. Burn with oil it. is like, oh man, it's terrible. <laughs> so you got you got all that shit going on. You come back, you you get out, you do your time. You know what I'm saying? I did two Ooh. enlistments, mm-hmm. and then again I went reserve. So I did two enlistments, and then what I ended up doing is I became a contractor. So. There were contractors over there that worked for Halliburton and all these oh, other yeah. places and they was making a real bread. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mama ain't raised no fool. Mm-hmm. If I'm getting shot at and they only paying me 30, 40,000 and they're paying you 100,000, how do I make that 100,000? Right, so right. What, what what do I need to do to make that? Right. So that's who I was talking to. I was like, "Hey, bro, how I do that?" So I came back out as a, as a contractor. So when you get out the military or you get out um of your enlistment, then you get to go and claim your VA stuff. So mind you, gave me anthrax, like they, the anthrax shot. Like mm. I, I had six shots of the anthrax, so that's why I wasn't tripping off COVID because I was like, if the anthrax didn't kill me, the COVID won't. I hear that. I won't. I so I they really. So <laughs> you get all these shots because the military get the shots first. Mm. Make no mistake, you're government property. So you can't sue, and we're going to experiment on you first. Mm. So you get the you get a version of the shot first. You know, so you get all these shots, you go through all this shit, you go to the VA, and the VA will literally make you fight them for your percentage. Really? Like, there are amputees, as in no arm or no leg, that is going to the VA so the VA can give them a percentage for the rest of their lives. For fucking what?
2: For real? So
1: all of these, so they tell you about all these benefits. They tell you all these fucking benefits that you're you're, you're entitled to. Oh, we got the house benefits, but the house benefit does come with a credit score and it does come with a um you have to have a certain amount of income. Where's so the they they told you, so they told you. It's so told you, bro, always, it's the always that's yeah. the thing that I that I need more to understand. They they told us that you get all of this, oh, you get the GI bill. Yeah, but you can only go up to this amount cuz they they revamped the GI bill.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I end up getting a master's degree off of the off of the military based on my, my GI bill. But some people Try to pass it to their kids, or or they try to utilize it as much as possible, or they can only use it. They can only you can only use it in a certain amount of time. So you got up to ten years to use it. Okay. So they told you all now you pay for the GI bill. That's the other thing. They take mm-hmm. it out I of your see, fucking check. They that. take it out of your fucking that. check. Yeah, just like that free health care that they they mm-hmm. advertise. Oh, you get free health care for the rest. of your like, no, you don't. That's Tricare. Tricare, you got to pay for that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and if you get a certain disability percentage. You have to choose between your disability percentage and your retirement, because you can't get
0: both. Yeah, dang.
1: So shit. all of this shit they 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 tell you, like all these benefits, they tell you that you get. And so you get out, and of course you're like, oh, I'm be taking I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a veteran, I'm a combat veteran, I serve, woo, But you have all of these scars mentally. Oh yeah. Physically, you have all these scars. And I had to go like two ther like I'm not ashamed to say it, like I had to go to therapy for PTSD. Like right. Mm-hmm. I had I had to sit down and sit on somebody's couch, and we had to we had to talk and get get through this. So you got all this shit going on, and you would think that the VA hospital would be like top of the line. And no, like we love no, veterans. So and no. We, no, no. No. Right now they mm-hmm. got a backlog of like three four months for your claim. They had they had such a bad like track record. They literally had to do a message that says if you need emergency help like right now. Call 911 because you had people calling the VA that was suicidal. Mm. And every day, I think, it's 22 vets commit yeah. suicide every day. And the reason why is because they don't get the help that they need. Because they're calling the VA and the VA has a month. Imagine calling the VA and saying, I'm suicidal. And somebody says, "Yeah, hey, we can see you in two months.
0: If you if you don't pull a trigger in two months, we got you. Yeah. Yeah. And they literally had to put a message. They're yeah. telling you, yeah, uh, like, or you got an ear infection mm. or something. And they like, okay, we can see you in three months. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: So, 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 imagine that, and then you turn around and <laughs> you've done all these things, and, and the VA is the VA. So they telling you all this this other shit, mm-hmm. and you got to deal with that as a person, as a veteran, to try to try to do better and to try and heal yourself, and to get out here and assimilate to this culture and. and Imagine how hard that is. Man, It's damn near, it's impo- almost impossible. Now, throw the shoe black on top of that.
0: So let let say throw that on. Let's just let just with that throw that I'm on. As more. Mm-hmm. before we got here, everything we talked about outside of the hook and jab, because that's probably motivation <laughs> for a lot of shit. <laughs> Out of everything we talked about, how mixed has left it off? Somebody wants to join right now. They talking to you. They heard this and they talking to you. What do you tell them? hundred percent. Do your research first mm. and I'm a, I'm a strong advocate for the military. The military changed my life. Okay. So it's like, I can't tell somebody not to, not to join because I like my whole life would be different. I just tell you, make sure from the day you get into the day you get out, document everything. Mm. Every time mm-hmm. you go to the doctor for a paper cut, whatever. Mm-hmm. Get it put in right, because mm. when you go to the VA, I'm telling you, I've been dealing with it for three years. I still ain't got my 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 percentage yet. Damn, damn. I mean, granted, that's three years of back pay that I'm gonna get, but, but still.
1: You, but that's the way that that's the way that get goes it. First. Yeah, right, right. That's so, the way it goes. It, it, it But you literally, got to fight, 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 fight. Then they'll give it to yeah, you. But like you have to, to military, be 200 percent disabled to get 100 percent. Going to the
0: military, you probably gonna meet some of the best friends you've ever gonna have in your life Mm, I promise you that and like I'm talking about y'all been through hell together probably got blown up together yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and all kind of stuff like it's just it's hard not to appreciate the people that have been through that kind of hell with you and it don't matter what branch you in it don't matter where you went to basic everybody got the same kind of story Mm. like cause y'all all was just a number when you got there and look the first letter of your last name and a number Damn. So hey, look, and you here to do the show right now. So I, yeah. I know it's a whole host of people that you appreciate in the oh, whole yeah, thing. Oh yeah, hundred percent, man. Because you know it's like the PTSD he was talking about. Like it, when I first came home, Fourth of July, I'm in the basement, bro. Mm. Oh yeah, you don't want to hear none of I that. There's that, all kind of that. triggers in the air, eh? Yeah. Man, that's, driving down the, the freeway. I think it happened to mix before too. You mm-hmm. driving down the freeway, you, something just triggers, mm-hmm. and you got to pull over. Yep.
1: Because you can't even of, drive no more. Yep. Uh, You see something Because When we were in Iraq um, You would get attacked And you would have to Black out your lights Because if you Whatever light would shine You would give away your position So you have to black out your lights And you have to drive So In order to drive like that You get used to that So certain potholes And certain shit that you hit Triggers you Mm. So I had an episode At one time Like It triggered me I'm in my truck And Something happened with my lights It triggers me because, again, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I can only relate to that because that's how PTSD really works. Something happens that's familiar, and then it triggers that memory, and then you go into whatever, and then the anxiety never stops. Mm. Like, I would sleep. Like, when I first, first got back, I was sleeping with weapons. Like I would sleep with a gun under my under my pillow because if somebody – and somebody would touch me or, or do anything, I'm pulling. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in that – because you're constantly in a state of of just – Go, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. you're in a constant state of go. That doesn't go away when you get back here. So when you're talking to people and people are talking to you, they don't understand, and they, and and you can't explain it to them. Like, look, somebody was trying to kill me every day. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't like don't don't touch me. Like and yeah. so I had a problem with that. Like you can't you can't just come up and hug me mm-hmm. and touch me. Like I I had to get over that. Like it, it took That's therapy wild. to get yeah. through that. Like yeah. you
0: imagine being in a relationship with somebody, yeah, and you wake up fighting every night. Or you get sleep paralysis where You literally feel like something Like a slab of concrete laying on your chest And you can't move <sighs> or, or you, or you, you wake up you crying squirming. for no reason mm. You squirming mm. and fighting and stuff But the real reason why you can't move Is because the girl that's laying next to you Is laying on top of you mm. Holding you down trying to wake you up God damn. So, so, look. so yeah it's it's <laughs> Yo, um, we can get to a lot of it, yeah, man. We got we yeah. didn't came upon it, man. As always, yeah. hey Mar, you're a friend yeah. of the show as always, man. We can get to right. uh, uh, a lot of more of this because, as always, when we got guests like yeah. yourself to come in, yeah. it's always be like the the top of the mountain. You know, I know yeah. we can go deeper. With this only a two hour show, yeah. so I have all, hey, this yeah. a. This is conversation that this just like Black History Month, just like Juneteenth. Is one of those conversations that we got to keep having, uh, even though the day is not here. You know, what yeah. I'm saying that type of deal. Absolutely. Before we get out here, Mar, anything you want to tell the people? I mean, you know, just if you see a veteran, think a veteran. You know, watch out for people on motorcycles because I'm on one too. But, <laughs> but, you know, just realize that freedom ain't free. It costs a buck oh five. Man, <laughs> man, this is your badge, HD Sims. Mr. Mix. It was <laughs> what we doing. We out.
4: Nice. Start- the Army is the only way out for a young black teenager. We'll provide you with housing. We'll provide you with education. We'll provide you with everything you need to survive in life. We'll help you to be the best soldier in the US of A.
2: Because we do more before 7 a.m. than most niggers do in their whole lifetime.
4: I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming.